as I began to reflect on the gospel for this week's reading, the first question that I asked myself was like, how does it happen here? And as I began to uh, respond to that question internally in my mind and in my heart, uh, my thoughts carried back to an observation that I had in my first year of living here. I remember Brian Nystrom asked me at one point, like, you know, so what do you think? What's it like living in Jackson? And the first thing that I responded was, was you know, it's wonderful and Everything in Jackson is exaggerated. Um, our geography is exaggerated. Our sense of swagger is exaggerated. We have an exaggerated sense of adventure. We have exaggerated wealth disparity here. And that begins to speak into all the experiences that we have in Jackson. And as I began to look at at this particular gospel reading, this ethical teaching that comes uh, from Jesus to us this morning, my thought was like, when does it start? When does it start here in Jackson? And all I could think of was this. It starts with a screwdriver. It happens on that day when you go down to the Teton County Courthouse and you trade in your Texas or your California or your Florida for those coveted 22 plates. The same is probably true for Idaho here. Those of us who live in Teton County, Wyoming, most certainly don't look down on Idaho like we may look down on other places, if we're being honest, right? But the day that we pull the truck into the garage and we unscrew Texas or Florida or California or Alabama or any of those other places and we screw in those 22 plates, there is like a sense of swagger that comes into our personhood. And we know it. It's that, it's that, that chuckling that I hear I know is knowing laughter. And there is this this caste system, this pecking order here, right? And it goes from native, right? It starts there, native. Some are native, but not very many. And then it goes to local. And there's some local swagger here, right? There's some subsets of local that we know, like, oh, you're local? Yeah, I'm local. Oh, long-time local? More than 15 years? Yeah, long-time local. Or are you a mid-range local? Or are you five-plus but not quite to 15? Or local like zero to five? You're not too far from seasonal, <laughs> right? Seasonal resident. Maybe you do have 22 because that sits in the garage eight months out of the year, but not quite like... 12 months out of the year local, and the pecking order just goes down from there, and it begins to infiltrate, right? It infiltrates almost every aspect of life here, those of us who live here 52 weeks out of the year. So if you're visiting church this morning, I would say, we're awfully glad to have you here, and we're judging you, <laughs> right? That's just the way it goes. That's just the way it goes. And then I was also thinking about this, like, exaggerated sense of adventure that we have here. How many people have climbed the Grand? I've climbed the Grand, right? What route? Owen Spaulding? 
Owen Spaulding? Yeah, easy way up. <laughs> right? As if there's an easy way up the ground. But we do that to ourselves, right? We have this sense of swagger. And for a while, it can be like community pride. And then it just enters into arrogance and a lack of humility. And that's what Jesus is preaching about this morning, a lack of humility. How many of us have prayed the prayer that the Pharisee prays, right? God, I am so grateful that I am not like these other people. <laughs> like what rich fodder for us to continue to bring into our hearts and to think about. There are some particular teachings of Jesus that are about ethics, about how we embody the faith, how we occupy space as Christian people, as faithful people, as spiritual people. And this is one of those passages, but it gets a little bit confused in Christendom slash post-Christendom uh, reality, right? So if we think during Christendom, and we would think of that as the past where we just expected Christianity to be infused all throughout the culture. But here we sit in post-Christendom where some people are Christian, others are Jewish, others are Muslim, some are spiritual but not religious, others of no faith at all. But we sit in this place, and as Christendom-oriented Christians, when we think about, about embodying humility, the, the why of embodying humility becomes attached not to the present, but to the future, right? It's this, I behave in this humble way so that on the great spreadsheet in the sky, I have more pluses than minuses, especially when I get down to that very last day. But I don't believe but that's what Jesus is teaching and preaching about. You see, Jesus is not a by and by rabbi. Jesus is a thy kingdom come rabbi. It's about how we live. It's about how we see heaven, how we see love happening all around us all the time. When I went back to reconsider this passage, my mind went to Moses and the burning bush. It's such a beautiful and rich story. The detail that often gets either left out or passed over is this detail in Moses' recognition of the burning bush. It says in the story when God saw that Moses saw the burning bush, that the bush was burning and not being consumed, then God said, hey, Moses, approach. Take off your shoes. This is holy ground. You see, the work that we have as Christian people, as people of faith, is a perspective-taking work. We open ourselves up to the reality of God 
working all around us and through us and with us. It's, it's opening our minds and our hearts and orienting ourselves toward thy kingdom come, toward heaven on earth, heaven all the way to heaven, heaven coming near to us, heaven being right now rather than something in the by and by. And what Rabbi Jesus is teaching us this morning through this particular lesson is that one of the ways, one of the tricks, one of the hacks of becoming people who have open hearts and open minds and open eyes is to pick up the practice of humility of having some sense that we are who we are, that we go through life not better, not worse, not less, not more, perhaps different, but not so different than any other human being that walks the face of the earth. Now, I think in this day and age, we have to be clear about two things when we talk about humility. First and foremost, no, I'm not talking about dimming your light. I'm not talking about you taking the good gifts, the intellect, the kindness, the compassion, the heart that God has given you and making it less. That's not humility. That's just being small. No, I think God wants us to live big lives, big lives that are characterized by humility. So know that I'm not talking about being small when I encourage all of us to live humbly. The second thing I would say, and I say this as a person of faith doing the very best he can to embody that faith in the fall of 2022, I would just ask the question, any of you seen, seen the news in the last 10 years or so? <laughs> yeah, 10, maybe 15, maybe 20, maybe five. If there is one component that is missing among us, it's humility, right? It's making ourselves softer and more open so that we might encounter the other even in their difference with love and kindness and compassion. St. John's, I am not confident that we can do something about Washington, D.C., but I am confident that we can do something about Jackson Hole, Wyoming. You see, as we orient ourselves to a more humble life, to a softer life, to a more open life, to a more loving life, I can assure you it's contagious. It is. It begins to trickle outwards, upwards, downwards, and across our community. There is an awful lot to be proud of in living in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, 
and occupying your particular space in this community. And, 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 there's a whole lot of work that we can do in order to become more open, more loving, more responsive to the bushes that are burning all around us, but that we keep walking by. So if I'm trying to take anything away from this gospel lesson this week, it's becoming more open, becoming softer, not harder, allowing others to penetrate the boundaries that I push forward for whatever reason I push them forward about trying to be less judgmental about those I interact with on a regular basis. If there were a place to start, it might be with the license plate, right? Maybe we stop paying attention to Florida and Texas and California and we direct our attention to the human behind the wheel. Amen.